You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. This is Chelsea, and you are listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Podcasting Network. Now, sadly, Katie is not here with us today, but I have two amazing special guests to talk about the brilliant, infamous TV show, The X-Files. Now, first, I have a voice you've heard before, Eamon. Say hi, Eamon. Hi, Eamon. (laughs) And our other special guest is someone who I have podcasted with before. She is an avid listener to this podcast and a huge X-Files fan. Please welcome Summer. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Summer is a a huge, huge fan of this podcast. She will live tweet uh, listening to our show, and it is like mine and Katie's favorite thing ever. So thank you so (laughs) much. no problem. (laughs) Now, Summer, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Well, I am a Twin Cities resident and dog mom to Pepper. Um... My dog, who I'm hoping won't make too much noise while we're recording this. Um, I like to travel. I like photography, music, art, the paranormal, and true crime, which you can see where that is perfect for our subject today. Um, Also, my fandoms. um, I'm a fan of Star Wars, uh, the Marvel movies, Wonder Woman, Agent Carter, When Calls a Heart, Downton Abbey, Stranger Things. Um, the first six seasons of Once Upon a Time, time will tell on the seventh. I'm kind of hit or miss <laughs> on that one right now. Yes. Um, all Things Disney, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, The West Wing, and of course, my absolute favorite show of all time, The X-Files. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's, that's just some highlights. There's a lot more that I'm into. But I'm also, as you've heard, a big fan of Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. I think I'd hang out with you guys if you lived closer. So that's a little bit about me. Yes, we would hang out with you too. Oh my gosh. Some of those things you said, I was like, oh, that's so Katie. Like, when calls the heart. Oh my gosh. She's obsessed. Um, We just got into Breaking Bad this year. Yeah. I watched the first two seasons, like, not long after they aired here. And then I just kind of... It was too much for you. I I got to a certain (laughs) point and I thought, I need a break. But yeah, Yeah. no, I mean, we we have a lot in common with those. Yeah. So, awesome. Now, before we get into our main topic, let's get into our weekly geekery segment where we discuss all the geeky stuff we've been into this week or for you two just recently. Um, So, Eamon, why don't you start? Uh, Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars this week. I feel like that's the same for all of us this week. Yeah, I mean, went to see the new movie. Uh, I've been reading this book as well called How Star Wars Conquered the Universe. Um, Yeah, it's been... Just heavy Star Wars Heavy Star Wars. And I have a 13-year-old brother who I got into the movies about three years ago. Um, and I've been afraid to show him the prequels. Uh, I broke that rule this week. We made him watch Phantom Menace, and we're going to watch the others this week with him. So Yes, he had some interesting thoughts. Well, he, he liked Jar Jar Binks, but I think he got kind of annoyed with him by the end. Yeah, because he said he liked him, and I almost wanted to tell him to behave himself while he was watching the movie. <laughs> but, uh, behave yourself. Yeah. 
So it was funny watching that movie because we had to keep pausing it to explain the narrative. I never realized how complex a narrative for a kids movie that movie is. Yeah. I mean, for someone who's only seen the originals and then the The new new ones, ones, he he kept going, but like, who's the bad guy? So who's the bad guy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was always afraid to let him watch them because I... He got into it. I just didn't want to, to ruin it for him. Yeah. So so quickly. So, yeah. but that's been my week. So. All right, summer. How about you? Um. Well, like you guys, also went and saw uh, the Last Jedi this week. I saw it alone without the big Star Wars fan in my house. So Ooh. I'm kind of sitting on pins and needles, trying not to give any spoilers away. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's been a tough week. Um, I also, I don't know how geeky this is, but I uh, finished up the second season of The Crown. Oh, uh, nice. Which I actually like better than the first season, to be honest. Mm, I thought it kind of came full circle and and did a really nice job of it. Um, And I have uh, just rounded the corner into season two of The Fall with Gillian Anderson, Mm. which is phenomenal. So any fans of hers, which I'm sure you'll get a lot to listen to this, will certainly want to check that out. It's a really great role for her. Yeah. Agreed. I've only seen the first two seasons, yeah. um, but you saw the third. Yeah, it actually went up on Prime here. Oh, it did? So you can oh, finally watch, watch it. it. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. That's so. a very good show. I agree. Yeah. We like it here because it's it's one of the few things that gets made for TV where you people in Northern Ireland can go, oh, I know that place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like... With Game of Thrones, where half of it is CGI'd, yeah. so you go look at it and you're like, "That's it. That's yeah." That's you see the like castle? these gorgeous yeah. mountains and Game of Thrones, and you go look at it, and it's a hill, and the rest <laughs> of it's been like done on the computer in Burbank or something. So. Exactly. Which, which I've not seen Game of Thrones, but yeah, I was just to Iceland, and I apparently I've been to a lot of the sites and went, "Wow, those are really cool," but I I really don't. No, what was no. the shot there? We don't we don't watch Game of Thrones either. No. We, which to Katie's dismay, Katie gets so mad. Yeah, <laughs> I don't watch it. But no, I haven't. It's not my genre. Or yeah. at least that high fantasy, all that. It's too Lord of the Rings for my tastes. I think. Yeah, you have some controversial opinions on. Lord uh, of the Rings. Well, we're not getting into that. No. I'll be here to next Wednesday. So. <laughs> So for my weekly geekery, I've been reading a lot of comics this week. One, because they're easy to fit in my purse for work. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm new to my job and I don't quite want to socialize with everyone at work. So I go away and eat my lunch and read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just antisocial like that. Uh, but comics are really easy to slip in my book. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. I've gotten through... Archie Volume 2 and 3, both by Mark Wade, which are a fantastic run of mm-hmm. Archie. If you are into Riverdale and you want to read Archie comics, uh, the Mark Wade run is super, super good. Yeah. So um, the second one, I'm actually still in the middle of it currently, but it's the Sabrina Chilling, Chilling Adventures. Adventures of Sabrina, yeah. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, yeah. It's very, very dark. It's, uh, if you've only seen the TV show like me, you're like, wait, what? What is this? <laughs> uh, it's super, super dark, but the art is really good and the story is really good. It's yeah. just, you got to get used to the fact that it's so it's dark. It's not the TV show. No, no. No, Melissa Joan Hart. 
Well, and like, I thought maybe with it being semi-connected to Archie, I thought, oh, it'll be kind of light and fun. But no. like, no, it's like a straight up horror, like, kind of <laughs> nice. thing. Um, I've seen Star Wars, obviously, but we'll just, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brush over that. <laughs> uh, and then the last comic I've read is Supergirl. It's called Many Happy Returns by Peter David. It's based, It's got two Supergirls in it, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Um, it's got, like, the current of the time, like, early 2000s Supergirl. And then it's got the, like, pre-crisis Supergirl who accidentally landed on that Earth. And they kind of go through some stuff. But, yeah, it's very, very good. So, yeah, a lot of comics this yeah. week. It's comics and Star Wars, basically. That's yeah. a good week. That's a good week. It's a good week for me. <laughs> But very, very geeky for all of us, I would say. And uh, if you are also very geeky, you guys could go ahead and check out some of the podcasts on our geek to geek podcast network. That includes geek to geek the comic box, geek Yeah, that's it. So you may hear some ads throughout this episode. Not exactly sure where I'm going to place it, but be sure to check them out. They're all really, really good guys, and if you're into, like, very geeky stuff, you will absolutely love them. Um, I know they've all recently done some Star Wars episodes, so if you're into the Star Wars movies and you like to, like, overanalyze the stuff, um, (laughs) I know, like, geek to geek for sure, they, like, were raving about it on Twitter. So be sure to check out them, and we'll be back. Hi, my name is Joe Hogan, and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week... Keep it geek. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Comics. Hey everyone, this is Rob, your friendly neighborhood comic geek. And this is Liam, the the languishing, lascivious Liam of Langley. Wow, that was extremely illiterate of you. Well, I try. We are the hosts of The Comic Box, part of the geek to geek podcast network. So, join us. Bop, bop. Oh, yeah. And we're back. And as I mentioned, Summer and I have podcasted before. We used to be on a podcast called X-Files Truth, where we talked about the X-Files and we were the shippers of the group. So we talked a lot about, you know, the MSR, the Mulder and Scully relationship. Now, not a lot of people know this, but Eamon and I actually met because of this podcast. Yes. Um, 
So I sure have a lot to thank because of that podcast, but even more so, I have a lot to thank because of The X-Files, just the show in general. I've gotten a lot of friends out of this summer being one, you being one, (laughs) uh, my friend Karen being one, and because of Karen, I've met Katie, so... I've gotten quite a bit from from getting to know this show, and it was all because I, you know, just popped it on. It was like a rerun on TV, and I just turned it on, and the music scared the crap out of me, and I thought, (laughs) I need to keep watching this. (laughs) So you could say that that's kind of my X-Files origin, if you will. I was going to say, do you remember what episode it was? Yes, I do. It was the one with Shia LaBeouf. Oh, uh... What's it called, guys? Oh, Goldberg Variations. There you go. That yeah. was the one. Because I was like, Shia LaBeouf? What? And then I got real interested. <laughs> so that was my kind of X-Files origin. Slightly mm-hmm. bit. I'll go more in detail. But first, I want to hear how you guys first discovered the show and got into it. So, Summer, how about uh, you? Well, I was kind of a late comer to the series. Uh, my dad was a fan I would watch a few episodes with him if I was at home during that time. Um, but it really wasn't until I went and saw Fight the Future that I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever in the whole world. Um, and I really considered myself a fan. I would go and I would uh, faithfully go on the message board like daily. <laughs> it was a little <laughs> obsessed at the time. Um, I wrote a bit of fan fiction. Um, and I stuck with the show even through the 8th and ninth season. And even though I was kind of skeptical at first, I really did come to love and appreciate Doggett and Reyes, which I know is kind of a sore subject with some of the other fans. Um, <laughs> I <fine>. was so <laughs> passionate about these two that I actually ended up doing um, a Reyes fan chat uh, on a very, very old... Uh, like the first uh, X-Files podcast that I've ever heard of um, called an X-File, P-H-I-L-E, on X-Files podcast uh, with Icognitas. Um, I think I listened to that. Yeah, and I've I've still got old copies of the show, but you cannot find it anywhere else, so. Oh, no way. I totally (laughs) used to listen to that. That's amazing. Yeah, so that kind of led to me doing the podcast with Chelsea and and doing a, a website. So that's kind of how I ended up in the fandom. Excellent. Cool. Eamon? I was very young. I was 10 when <laughs> I got into it. Probably way too young, but I just fell in love with it. Um, I think it was like the last 15 minutes of Jersey Devil. I wish I could say it was a whole episode. But the point where I really started to get into it was we used to go to my grand's house on a Thursday night and my aunt and uncle would watch it and he wasn't my uncle at the time. And um, I just became very, very drawn to this weird, scary, creepy show. It had this level of threat to it that strangely appealed to me at, ten- at that young age. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of those things I used to look forward to actually going up to their house on the Thursday nights because I knew I would get to watch this weird, creepy show which had <laughs> aliens and, and monsters. And I remember seeing, like, Eve at a very young age and loving it because I had two kids my age in it who were just psychopaths trying to kill the lead <laughs> characters. 
you know, probably not wise to show that to me at a young age because it would have given me ideas for Foxglove, but thankfully I wasn't a psycho or yes. clone. So. <laughs> I was going to say, so. would your parents have let you listen to this if you, or watched it, if you had, they had known what was going on? Or is yeah. it just, oh, grandma and grandpa, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's sort of my origin, so. Awesome. So yeah, as I said uh, earlier, I, it was like, I was in high school. It was just before I Want to Believe came out. And my friend and I were just flipping through the channels, as you do. And that ca- and X-Files came on. And I'd always heard of it. Because I was kind of getting into the fandom world at that time yeah. with, like, with Gilmore Girls. And I was going on, like, you know, the forums and whatnot. And I'd always heard of Mulder and Scully, Mulder and Scully. And I was like, okay, like, I'm just going to watch it and then like i said the theme song scared Mm -hmm. me like i was like really creeped out by it and i was just like yes i need to watch this (laughs) and i watched the episode then i started recording because i had tivo at the time but i started recording like every rerun that came on until i begged my mom to get it the whole series for me on dvd for christmas watched it loved it became so obsessed i was listening to all the podcasts including the one you just mentioned (laughs) um and then i got into reopening the x-files by agent donald oh i was into Uh, that one too yes and he had me like he's like yeah if you want to like call in and give your thoughts and i was like oh okay and like or if you hey you ever want to like record a segment You know, and that's kind of how I got into podcasting in a big way. Uh, And then eventually one of the other guys who was involved, uh, Agent Shadow, then he was like, hey, we need to do a podcast together. Like, yes, did that. But then I just, life got way too busy and I couldn't do it anymore. But obviously my love of podcasting did not go away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back at it again. But yeah, I like... It was so cool, like, getting into it just as the movie was coming out. Yeah. Because it was, like, one, like, I I was too young to go to the fan events, Mm -hmm. necessarily. Like, because I was, I think I was still, like, 16 or 17. But um, it was just cool to, like, have it be playing on TV and get, like, all the excitement. And everyone online was very active at the time and very active after. So it was a very cool time to get into the show. So, awesome. So let's let's talk about how the X Files has impacted your life. Obviously, I've said like I've gotten a you know bunch of friends. I have a husband, husband yeah. uh, <laughs> who's come out of it. <laughs> so X Files has impacted my life in a huge way. What about you guys, Eamon? Well, unlike you, I got a wife out of it. Oh, really? Husband. Yeah, got a husband. <laughs> that's, that's, that's such an amazing coincidence. Um, yeah, I mean, what can I say? I mean, it, it brought me to you, so that's probably the biggest impact it, it's had. But it's been a very not to get sentimental and sappy because nobody wants to listen to that. But uh, <laughs> but um, I mean, it's been very impactful just in being influential to me. I mean, I was very young. That's probably why I'm into pop culture the way I think Mm -hmm. I am now. So, and uh, I mean, you can, I mean, nobody else can see it, but, you know, I've got like shelves full of books and action figures and, 
I used to record the show. I mean, it's funny you said about TiVo. I used to record yeah. it on the VHS every yeah. week, you know, and I'd be while watching it and I'd pause the tape during the commercials. So I wouldn't have the commercials to fast forward through yes. when I rewatched it inevitably. So it's, it's probably my favorite thing pop culturally in the world. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of made me who I am and, you know, I've, ambitions to write and stuff like that but she'll not get into but i i can't i can't underestimate how important it is and how much i love it and you know that's yeah so it's kind of inspired your career yeah because a lot of people say they've like come out of it either wanting to do science because of scully or like go into the fbi but for you it was more i wanted to be chris carter or finn skilligan yeah (laughs) that's awesome so how about you summer um well i mean it's combined my love of uh, the paranormal, which I've had since I was a very young child, and true crime. Um, I have like a collection of everything, which it seems like Eamon has as well. Um, you know, from pins to books to DVDs to you know pictures and whatever from from the show. Um, it also launched me into podcasting. Um, I also have, um, I also follow a lot of the uh, actors, the writers, the producers that were on the show. So because I've watched the X-Files, now I'm into things like The Fall or Californication or Breaking Bad that kind of spawned off of some of the stuff that was on the show. Um, The show also has uh, strong female characters, which, you know, they've They've kind of been an inspiration to me. Um, and the show also has a lot of um, like little sayings and mantras that I find myself reminding myself of throughout life. You know, like, the truth is out there. I want to believe. <laughs> Never give up. If I quit now, they win. That sort of stuff I say yeah. all the time. Um, but like Chelsea, a lot of it is I've met lifelong friends that, you know, I... I you know, it's a commonality between us that we all, um, you know, no matter what your background is, no matter what, you love this show, and that brings a lot of people together. So that th- that's kind of how it's impacted my life. So it does, yeah. The yeah. the X Files community is incredible. Yeah, I've I've found at least. Let's get into the show itself. Now, this is a very, very, very long show. <laughs> Ten seasons are out, right? Yeah. Soon to be 11. Uh, and two movies. That's like one of the biggest shows besides yeah. Supernatural, I think, that's out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Supernatural doesn't have two, two movies. movies. Just saying. It may have 13 seasons. <laughs> I think those two boys are going to be still doing it while they're old. They and are. They're going to be granddads and stuff. Uh, now, do you guys have a season, movie, or part of the series that is your favorite or you have a special nostalgia for? Yes. <laughs> How about yes. all, no, sorry. Well, yes, go all ahead, of sorry. it? I mean, really all of it when you start thinking about it. But let you I mean, start at the beginning the pilot. I mean, everything was there right at first. The Mulder-Scully relationship, uh, the cigarette smoking man was kind of hanging in the background. 
your government conspiracy stuff, nobody trusting these FBI agents. I mean, it was all there, right there in the pilot. So that one holds a special place in my my heart. I mean, I've got plenty others. Um, Clyde Bruckman's Final Repose, mm-hmm. that one is just, yes. it's funny, but it's like smart and poignant um, and really touching in the end. Um, home, it was just terrifying <laughs> so many <laughs> levels. I mean, it, it really pushed the boundaries. A lot of places would not, um, a lot of the networks wouldn't show it after it originally aired because mm-hmm. people found mm-hmm. it either offensive or troubling, and so they wouldn't watch it. Um, I personally like Existence um, because, you know, you get all four of the agents in, and I like the Doggett, the Reyes, the Mulder, and the Scully interaction in that episode. Um, and then I've got a whole series of shipper moments, so if you want me to yes. run through those, I will. Um, <laughs> and these are... You know, these are from the day. These will change. If I made a list tomorrow, it would be a completely different list. But these are kind of things I thought of off the top of my head. Um, I was also a shipper for Doggett and Reyes. So Audrey Polly and 4D. There was a lot unsaid between the two in those two episodes. So they're some personal favorites of mine. I love the episode Ice, especially that storage room scene. Oh, yes. <laughs> that one was spectacular Mulder and Skelly moment. Um, <laughs> tombs, the stakeout scene, especially the, if there's iced tea in that bag, it could be love. Yes. That's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> um, Quagmire, that um, Mulder and Skelly interaction on the rocks in that episode just love that where they kind of had that quiet moment which you didn't get a lot of in the series um triangle uh Mulder tells Scully that he loves her even though she thinks he's on drugs so she kind (laughs) of brushes it off with the whatever but it was still a great moment in the series um the unnatural um that hips before hands Scene yes. and a lot of the episode doesn't really deal with the other shipper aspects, but that scene in particular, I think a lot of fans like, and probably my favorite, the hallway scene from Fight the Future. Yeah, where uh, they're just they're having a deep conversation and an almost kiss, and a lot of <laughs> shippers now hate bees <laughs> because oh, of it. Oh my gosh! So, what are your all right. Favorite? Oh, Did I hit God. on any of them? <laughs> could be here for a while. Um, That's why I put in our notes. Yeah, this could, could go, go for, for a while. while. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I I have really there's like a part of the show, I think from like seasons two to six, I have special action for because, um, those are the the seasons that happened when I was still at high school. That was like the period of the show when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like just like a great period people hate their high school years me i i look back fondly in my high school years because oh, the really? x-files was up. oh okay <laughs> you know, so not actual school itself not school, but no. that time and of the, period yeah yes. and plus okay. it was like a really good period of time for the show it's kind of like the peak of the show because you had like the scully abduction arc then you had the darren morgan episodes scully cancer mm-hmm. then you had the fifth season into the movie and then season six so it was like 
It's true. That was like a good run for the show. I actually like, I have no problem with any seasons. You get like, oh, I hate season eight and nine. I actually like eight and nine. Yeah. I, I think, think that's controversial for all all three of us love those seasons. I yeah. love season eight. I, th- I thought season eight did, but the show needed to do. It shook it up a bit. It got the mythology back on track. I well, like Robert Patrick. And season nine, it's got some really good standalones. Mm-hmm. It's well, a, and I mean, let, some, let me... some of you said 4D and Audrey Polly. I think those shows are right up there. So yeah, and I I often look at season eight and nine is in comparison to like season one and two. They're kind yeah. of developing this whole story, and a lot of fans will argue that season three is like the solid best episodes of the X Files together. So. If we'd have gotten a season 10 with Doggett and Reyes, would fans have liked it and embraced it as much as season yeah. 3? So I've always wondered about that. It's true. It's almost like the show restarted. So it was almost as if it was semi like a brand new show. They had to figure out their whole yeah. new dynamic. I, I always feel like 8 and 9, it's like, I mean, if you look at something like The West Wing... The last two seasons of The West Wing feels like a spin-off of The West Wing. Yes. And I sometimes yeah. feel like 8 and 9 of The X-Files could almost be a spin-off. The only thing is, you know, you've got David and Jillian for 8, and then you've still Jillian for 9. I, I almost feel like if they went to 10 at the time and just focused on Reyes and Doggett, yeah. without David and Jillian being there, I don't think it... I think David and Jillian, or at least Jillian still being a 9, it was like a crop like a crotch in them a bit. Yeah. It's almost like it was that reminder of the past when I think the show kind of needed to move forward with, with New Blood. Because I think that's what they wanted yeah. to do. It, it might have done better if they just did simply a spinoff. You know, maybe had season eight with all of them and then broke off and did a separate, you know, X-Files, like Doggett and Reyes show. Yeah. Exactly. Like you were saying, the closer. What's the spinoff? Major crimes. Major crimes. It's basically the same it's show. It's the whole cast except Kira. The, yeah, didn't come back to so the like. Here's Mary McDonald, and we're going to call the new show. So yeah, no, exactly. I, so. It, it it feels better. Like it's yeah. like oh, it's it's not the X Files, but it is. But it's you know what I mean. Yeah, they could have like I don't know. They could still actually put like the X Files in the title and like small font and like. X Files, Dog and Reyes, or X Files um, Next Generation, or something like that. <laughs> Next Generation. Well, I mean, I don't want. <laughs> no, I know. It's the only one I can think of. No, I know. X Files <laughs> Deep Space Nine. Deep Space X Files yeah. Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> Just start having all these spinoffs. <laughs> I, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I know. That would be amazing. Well, technically, it has spin off. Uh, two, actually. Millennium and Lone Gunman. Yes, this is true. Oh, that's true. true. Yeah. I know, I didn't even think about that, the two spinoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean, but... Millennium's not considered a direct spinoff, but it definitely yeah. takes place they... in the same universe. Well, and they tied yeah. the that show off on the X-Files, yeah. so... That's true. Um, for me, I would say my favorite would be, like, season three to six. Yeah. Like, not that I don't like season two, just that I feel like season three to six was where it was, like, the strongest. It's like a golden period. Exactly. Um, but the the part that I have the biggest nostalgia for would be I want to believe just because yeah. that's yeah. when I got into it. Like a lot of people hate that movie, and while like I can accept a lot of the problems people have with it, yeah. 
I just love it because it was that was like my first new thing. Yeah. You know, like I got into the show just before the movie came out and I remember like going to the theater. I still have like my movie ticket like taped into my journal like from high school. Like everything about that movie was just like that was when I just that's where it launched for me. So that was such a cool thing. Um, but if I'm going to go for like favorite episodes, I'm going to go for triangle. I love triangle. That's a great, Um, great episode. I, I have a huge, huge thing for the monster of the weeks. I love the mythology, but the monster of the week, that is my jam. Yeah. That is my jam. Like, you know, uh, Clyde Bruckman, Jose Chung, Bad Blood. I mean, I know Bad Blood's cliche, but yeah. I really, really love the funny episodes. And that's even to season 10, like the Darren Morgan like episodes. Oh my ever. God. That was the most amazing thing yeah. ever. Like, I will, like, give me a standalone any day. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're good. Like, you don't have to, like, okay, like, what was the mythology at this point? Okay, got it. Like, you can yeah. just stick it on and, like, watch it and just crack up or just be into it and love it. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that it's it's one of the, the few things, few shows on TV that the standalones, I mean, we're, we're so drawn to, like, serialized, like, heavily yeah. mythologized shows. And now that it's coming back, it's like, oh, two episodes are doing ten episodes. Two of them are going to be mythology, and eight are going to be standalone. And it's the one show on TV, I feel like, we're saying that it's all case of the week. It's, like, the best news that you could get. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this show really put that format on the map in terms of like like a lot of other shows have drawn on that style but like not many have done it been able to do it just quite as well yeah i feel like supernatural tried to but for them like even though they still do have standalone episodes like for them it's mostly mythology or mostly serialized but they they obviously drew a lot of a lot of influence from the X Files. Oh, I had Kim Manners and John Scheiben writing exactly, well. and like all their crew is from the, the X Files. <laughs> but I don't think yeah. we see a lot of uh, like intermixing of the myth arc exactly. and the, yeah. the standalone episodes like you get in the X Files anymore. It's either one or the other. Exactly. You know? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like crime procedurals. If anything, it'll be mostly standalone, but with like two or three or four within the season that are kind of mythology but really it's just like a serial killer they've brought back that they've done before or like or like in castle where it's like a conspiracy conspiracy, like like, because her mother was killed exactly or or you get continuity with the characters as well where you know you see the progression of that person through whatever they're doing but you get like you know maybe five ten minutes of that and then the rest is just an episode so yeah exactly um so why do you guys think that this show is still immensely popular after all this time i I think it's just aged very well in certain regards um i mean you you can watch it and i don't think it's it's not it's not embarrassing to watch it there's certain shows from that period where you go oh god the fashions are terrible or you know, I mean, there probably is an element of that, but yes. I think because the show <laughs> was little. so well produced, it had great production values. 
you know, I mean, I, I always find that, you know, I, I kind of give birth to, like, modern TV fandom in a way. It was the first yeah. sure child of the internet era. Exactly. Um, and it's it's never went away. It's It's been on all streaming platforms, from what I can understand, or it was until recently. Yeah. And it's always repeated on television as well. Mm-hmm. Here in the U- I don't know how it is in the US, but here yeah. in the UK, I think it's, like, never off. The, the 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 network that has the rights to it they they show it in an endless loop it's like yeah. every night at like 11 o'clock i yeah. mean they get to the truth and they go right back to the pilot well that's how you know? i first watched it it was on some like random channel <laughs> and it was like it would play two episodes in the morning two episodes at yeah. night and it was that's how i caught up <laughs> <laughs> how about you summer um well i think there's a little of some of everything for Everybody in the episodes themselves. I mean, you got the standalones like we talked about and the myth arc. So if you just want a, a quick episode, you can watch one of the, the standalone Monster of the Week ones. Or you can get into an ongoing arc if you're really interested in um, there's the sexual tension in there. Everybody loves, <laughs> especially as shippers, um, those, those Mulder and Scully moments. Um, I think in today's world, distrust of the government and conspiracy i mean we're such a polarized society at least in the u.s um and you know that kind of goes right along with it no matter who's in power in the government somebody's not going to be happy (laughs) so the show goes right with it and you know it kind of skirts the edge of uh reality and um the the sci-fi genre um else do i have um you also get the skeptic believer uh aspect Mm, uh there's strong female characters there's a mix of humor and drama um and you got some unique monsters i mean yeah a lot you know you get everything from like victor tombs to uh fluke man I mean, that's quite a range. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, To kind of jump on what you said in the sense that it's aged well, like, even though the special effects maybe aren't quite as, you know, well as they could have been done today, or the fashion isn't, you know, hasn't aged as well, the technology is kind of dated, I feel like the stories are timeless. timeless. Exactly. And, like, they're... They're stories you could watch. I mean, like, take out the fact that they have brick cell phones and you could put, like, some yeah. of these episodes on today yeah. and it'd oh. do it really well. Although they never had brick cell phones. The cell phones are weird. It's that weird period where they're not quite bricks, but they're not quite small. They're, they're kind of like, true. they're long. And they, and, like, flip out and, and then they have just like, pull out the, the antenna. <laughs> and there's going to be, like, a whole generation that's going to watch it and go, what, what the hell is that in their phones? <laughs> You know, Mulder tells that little thing where he clamps it in his mouth and, like, stretches it out. And... Exactly. They're like, yeah. what What are they taking out of their phone? Is that... <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I mean, just, it's good fun for everyone. Like you said, Summer, like, it's it's got everything in it. Yeah. You know, if you're more of a comedy person, it's got that. If mm-hmm. you're more of a drama person, it's got that. If you, maybe 
you know, you're not quite real into sci-fi, but you like crime and you like mystery. Like, it's got that. Well, I mean, it was essentially a crime procedural dressed up in yeah sci- and sci-fi horror tropes, which exactly. is why I think it, it's maybe why it has aged. You know, it's like... Yeah, I mean, crime procedurals sure are a thing of... They never go away, so... <laughs> I mean, they sure are of a thing of this time, Yeah, you know? It's really fun, too, to see that, like, people keep getting into it, too. I mean, you know, you you watched it from, you know, a little kid. Yeah. I watched it much, much, much later than probably both of you. Um, and even still to this day, like, you see people on Tumblr who are just getting into yeah. it, like, as of now. Like, especially when it went on Netflix, there was this huge jump of people who were yeah. watching it and going on Tumblr and getting obsessed and, yeah, you know... It's just really cool. It's just really cool that this fandom keeps growing and growing and growing. And, you know, with season 10 coming out, like, I think, you know, even though Fox knew this was, like, their biggest show, I think, like, to see it do so well was great. Yeah. You know? So, speaking of season 10, I'm going to throw in an extra question for you guys because I didn't include this on the notes. What did you think of season 10? (laughs) (laughs) um it was a it was a mixed bag um at least for me i i mean there were some good moments there were some good Mulder scully relations i wasn't thrilled that they broke them up but you know (laughs) at the same time if it was the opportunity to for them to fall in love again i was open to it to some degree um yeah (laughs) but you know, there are some episodes, the one with the uh, the Islamic bombers and the oh. uh, mushroom, that one was really yeah. not that yeah. good. I mean, if if they're going to go six episodes, let's make them quality, not, not quantity. Exactly. And we, I don't yeah. know that we got the quality I was expecting on that. Um, no. Yeah. I, I was not happy where they took Ray as his character. In general, yes, yeah. there was no was backstory my... on that. Um, she wouldn't just do that. I, I didn't no. see that in her character. No. There's got to be a reason behind it. If we see that in the next season, I might be okay with it. But yeah, yeah. What about you? Um, I mean, I, I, I was torn. A little bit. I mean, because here in Ireland, they were very smart because they aired it uh, in the same time slot as back in the day. So on in a nostalgic level, it was great. It was like Tuesday night, nine o'clock. It was wonderful. <laughs> I was so happy. Um, but as you said, Summer, it, it was kind of mixed. Um, it was like the good was really good, but the not so good was... You know, yeah. Not so good. Um, I I loved. Uh, I actually liked the season premiere. I know it got like a rough ride. I thought it was fine for bringing the show back. I have issues with the mythology, um, because they basically turned around and retconned it, like saying, "Oh, it wasn't this. It was. Yeah. It was a consp-. And they had d- like done that in season four, season five, and then sort of said, "No, that's not it. That's just a red herring." And now we're back to it being a thing. Um, I loved. Finder's Mutation. I loved Home Again, and I thought mm-hmm. Darren Morgan's episode was like 
I, I hadn't realized how how much I've been waiting for that episode for yes. so long. Because when he left the show back in the day, it was like everyone was devastated. You know, it was oh, we're not going to get another Darren Morgan episode. <laughs> um, I love Chris Carter. I love a lot of his episodes from the previous years. I love Triangle, Postmodern Prometheus. I even love Improbable. I will die on that hill for that episode. <laughs> I am sorry. It's, I like Improbable, yeah, I too. I, <laughs> so when I heard he was writing and directing another standalone, I got super excited because his episodes kind of stand out, like Postmodern Prometheus stands out. Yes. Triangle stands out. But when you open up an episode with a suicide bombing and then do the credits and then it's like, hey, don't worry, it's it's going to be funny. It's going to be a fun episode. It's like you, you, you've messed up yeah. right away. Well, I, I wanted to give that episode a chance. I wanted them to go, okay... Here's a suicide bomber, but it's not going to end like you think. It's not going to be these guys. It's going to be something totally different, something supernatural that caused this. And it just never happened. No, no, No. it was was a mess. Um, I mean, I love the final scene because they used like the Lumineers over the soundtrack and it was kind of sweet. Very shippery yeah. kind of scene. But the rest of it, um, I, I was kind of waiting for it to subvert expectations, and it never did. It just was weird. I mean, there's like a moment where the nurse in the hospital like tries to euthanize the terrorists, but then it's like, it's played for laughs. It's, played for, it's a setup for a joke. You yeah, know, stuff yeah. like that. I mean, uh, I, I just, I was super disappointed. And I mean, the internet reacted very badly to it. And I think they kind of called the... I think they called Chris Carter right, and I think they called the show white deliberately, so they should have done so. Yeah, that was that was a disappointment. But I will say this: I love the cliffhanger. <laughs> so there's a wow. sadistic part of me that actually actually liked the episode. I thought it was very exciting. I thought I would have was... liked it if they had for sure known exactly. That they well, that's it. I mean, yeah. if that was the last X Files we ever saw in the whole world. <laughs> I would be pissed. Yeah. Okay, I should pissed. should rehab. It's not so much I like the cliffhanger. I like the episode. Yeah. I thought it was kind of yes. I mean, I thought the the fight scene between Mulder and the 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 not Crycheck guy. I thought it was Crycheck at first, and it turned out not to be Crycheck. <laughs> but that fight scene was incredible. I thought the skill of it was brilliant. Yeah, I agree. But then I it did get that sinking feeling when I looked at the clock and it was like nine fifty seven, and I thought, oh my god, this is going to end on the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Something's gonna happen. And then the spaceship showed up. I'm kind of interested to see how they resolve that. Apparently they have not resolved it well. I oh, know. Apparently someone has said I read a review, I think it was IndieWire, and they were like, This could defy audiences even more than the actual well, clip. Why do I have this feeling they're gonna go, Oh, I'm sorry, it was just Mulder's dream and then it'll end, you know? <laughs> it's gonna be something well, like it's that. Funny. Oh well, the, the the promotional pictures, it's Mulder at Scully's bad side. I feel like she, if anyone's dreamt it, it it's her. Because be. apparently it picks up like not long after the final episode of the season, and Mulder is like running around healthy. Interesting. In the trailers, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't so. know. I well, that leads into our well, next question. What are you looking forward to? Well, can I ask a question before that about Absolutely. this related season? What did you think of Einstein and Miller and their presence oh, on yeah. that? We didn't even talk about that. I didn't. I, I, 
didn't hate them, but I didn't care much for them either. I I liked them if they were doing the whole like oh, these are just additional like supporting characters, but I feel like because they're trying to set something up, I kind of don't want to like them. <laughs> but I would say I like uh Robbie what Robbie what, Amell. Robbie yeah. Amell is playing what what which one? Um, Miller. 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 Yeah, Cuz she's Einstein. Yeah, I like him a lot. I feel like what they're doing with Einstein is she's too abrupt she or something. Like, you know, yeah. um, and she's a good actress. She was in she Six is. Feet Under and she was in Torchwood, so I've seen her be really, really good. I just it's that weird thing where you know when you watch a TV show and two guest characters show up that you never see again because it was a setup for a spinoff that never happened. Yeah, that's what I felt like it was exactly. Or they were like safeguarding themselves just in case they couldn't get David and Jillian back for season eleven. Yeah, yeah, and I I feel like uh, they would have been okay if they were just brought on as kind of comic relief for Mulder and Scully and kind yeah. of a way to make fun of their characters and then they disappeared but you're right that yeah. mm-hmm. spin-off aspect I'm like yeah why would I want to watch two characters that are basically the same as Scully and Mulder but they're not as good and and interesting she's too abrasive yeah. and he's yeah. just He's like watching paint dry is what I compare it to I mean he's really <laughs> there's nothing exciting about him no, I mean it's not like Doggett and Reyes, where there's yeah. there's 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 layers there. I mean, with Doggett, yeah. you know, he's a cop, and and Reyes is more spiritual. So that's kind of you've already got something very different than Mulder and Scully. Well, this, and, and this, like Doggett's got to deal with the fact that he's like working with Scully, but like he's you know trying to replace Mulder, but not. But yeah. he's also kind of you know. I don't know. Yeah. There was just there was so much more there in terms of like yeah. the storyline, whereas it feels like these two like very not fleshed out characters are just walking in the room and pretending like they're a part of the story. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, like I don't know. No, I just I I hope that if they do continue to like bring these characters in, that they, they just are. like make them a bit more you know fleshed yeah. out and. Uh, three-dimensional and yeah i'd be i'd be curious to see what another writer could do with them like james yeah. wong or glenn morgan mm-hmm. yeah or darren morgan you know darren morgan would probably destroy them or something because he's been destroying oh Mulder like for the last god know. knows how many years of the show <laughs> <laughs> well and i would like to see einstein be a bit like likable I know, which is awful. Like, I hate it when people are like, oh, the female character is not likable because it just feels very sexist. But yeah. but it's but it's not. Like, I don't know. Why, why does she it's, have to be so just, mean okay. to everybody? It's like she comes exactly. and jumps on yeah. you for saying one little thing and like, hear him out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Scully is very stern and she's going against everything Mulder says and she's, you know, sometimes just rational to a fault but you still love her because no, yeah. the way Jillian plays her she's she balances the you know the harshness and the softness yeah. I feel like whereas this character not you know I feel like I feel like she doesn't know how to play her yeah I guess like, that's the thing as well I, I think she's just not written very strongly only two episodes in the six episode season. That's probably not helping either. Exactly. If it was maybe if it, if it was like 
like the old times and talking about like yeah. it's the old times. The, twi- just, the 20th yeah, season. Back in the 20th century <laughs> at the tail end of the 90s. Uh, you had 22 episodes to develop characters. <laughs> we don't get that anymore. But I don't know. Um, it was it was an interesting experiment, but I just don't know if it's... I'd be yeah. curious to see how they can do, make it work with the next yeah. 10 episodes. So. Yes. Season 11. Yes. What are you guys looking forward to? Don Morgan. It- yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. I'm a little bummed. I'm going on vacation during the middle of the the run here, oh. which I've had planned for a while. So I'm a little bummed that I'm going to miss out on seeing it live, but I'm going to tape it. So, um, But I really That's wish good. we were going to get a Vince Gilligan story, which is not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to some great new monsters. I'm hoping... Against Hope, probably. That we're going to get a black-eyed kid story. I don't know if you guys know about this. Mm. Okay. Uh, the, the, no. Okay, no. if you follow the paranormal aspects at all, there are these kids that like show up at doors, and they'll like usually in pairs, and they knock on your door, and people get really kind of creeped out. They're there like in the middle of the night, and they just want to come in or use your phone or somehow get invited inside. Oh. So it's really freaky. And then they yeah. look at their eyes a little closer, and they're like all black, which I think would oh, totally wow. play into <laughs> the whole um, black oil aspect of the show. Nice. Yeah. I like so, you should pitch oh, wow. this idea. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that would be just a great fit for the show, just from what I've heard about these. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing William, you know, Mulder and Skelly's son. He is in it. Yeah, I think yeah. They, they did cast someone, and I think they nearly let the cat out of the bag a little bit. Well, they cast, they technically casted a William for last season, too. No, right? but, but they cast like a, like a, like Teenager, a yeah. teen actor. Yeah. So. I'm looking for, I mean, for, I have been trying to avoid spoilers. Like, you read the reviews. Oh, I know, do too. Crazy, but. <laughs> no, well, you know, they've, they've only, like, let. Critics see the first five episodes. No, so. I know, but I he, think beyond that, you, I'm not. You follow you follow everything very very closely, yeah. whereas I'm kind of giving it some distance because I I what I did with last the last season is I kept my distance and I watched everything completely like fresh without knowing any little tidbits whatsoever, and I really enjoyed that. Um, mm. I find that I enjoy that with most TV yeah. to be honest. Um, so I haven't really seen much, but from what little bits I've seen, there's going to definitely be more of the relationship or at least somewhat. So I'm super psyched for that because like you, Summer, I hated the fact that they had broken up, you know, but I mean, I'm also a huge fan of the angst too. So I'm kind of like, okay. Equal balancing (laughs) of that is fine. (laughs) That's, that's true. Exactly. So, I mean... For me, like, when it comes to revivals of shows that I really, really like, I mean, as long as they're just not, like, god-awful, like, I will enjoy it. Like, with Star Wars, I mean, it's it's a freaking new Star Wars episode. Yeah. I'm gonna love it. Like, with Gilmore Girls Revival, it's new right. Gilmore Girls. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna love it. Like, I don't care... I don't care if it's, like, super problematic and, like, <laughs> characters are not the greatest, but I'm like, it's new Gilmore Girls, it's new X-Files. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, 
a new episode of a show I love. Um, I so. would love some Rhea's redemption this season. Yes. Yeah, me too. I mean, or, me you know, yes. it's... I wonder if she's entered into this thinking she's gonna, like, save something or help in some way, or she's undercover. I I really don't know, but exactly. something like that would be great. I really hope. That, yeah. I really, really hope that that's what it is. Yeah. But that disappointed me a lot, actually, at the end of the season when they did that with her, yeah. so... It didn't make yeah. sense. I felt like it was no. just a plot twist for the sake of a plot twist. It was like, well, we gotta get Reyes in, so right. let's do... Yeah. yeah. But is it is it true that Robert Patrick might be coming back? They rumored it. I think... They're I think probably it, trying to I, keep it a secret. Well, I think it's because of his filming right. schedule with Scorpion. I know he's yeah. really busy with yeah. that. and I, His stance yeah. seems to have softened because he kind of was very negative on his experience in the... You gotta admit, the fans did not yeah. treat him well when he was a regular on the no. show, and he did a solid job on it. So, I, you know, I don't blame him for not wanting to come back, but I'm hoping that that he's at least open to it if his schedule would allow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Even if it was a small bit, it would be really cool, Yeah, I think. All right, well, any last thoughts? thoughts on the show or fandom that you would like to maybe share with either us or each other or the well, audience? Let me ask or... you guys this, and I, this might be a mm-hmm. s- slight spoiler for Chelsea, but um, That's okay. Jillian Anderson <laughs> says she's done after this. I mean, is do you think this is the end? Is this a, a bargaining chip? Because she tends to get tossed around on salary and they don't want to offer her as much as David. Yeah. Well, I, I I follow her on Instagram and she was like putting up Insta stories last night. And it was basically every one of them was like getting ready to film my yeah, last Yeah, I saw scene. that too. Hey, yeah. David, doing my last, you know. But she said that before so, in the past. Is I, I don't know what to make of it. This feels like she's emphasizing it more than she has done before. Um, I, I really hope not. Um, yeah. It kind of reminds me of back when the show was originally on, because David did the exact same thing. Because he there was like a lawsuit regarding money yeah. sort of at the end of season six into seven. His contract was up. They renewed the show. He said he wasn't coming back, and that's how he ended up doing like that thing in season eight when he did mm-hmm. half the episodes. So I I don't know. I I really. If, if it is the end for her, I hope they haven't ended it in the cliffhanger and that maybe, like, I want to believe we'd get, like, a little moment which feels like closure or at least emotional closure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would be I would be super bummed if this was it. But, I mean, if, if that's really what she wants... You gotta like, respect it. You got, yeah, you gotta respect it. I mean, she's been really cool lately especially like i feel like she was kind of shy from the fandom and everything being that like she was so intensely like intensely intensely popular during the show and Mm -hmm. she was just kind of shy from fans and everything but like now you see her like at Mm -hmm. conventions and like actively like actively trying to reach out to fans and i think she's kind of more accepting of it now um so, I mean, even if the show goes away, I feel like Jillian will always still, like, care about the X-Files. No, I and know. And, you know, 
I mean, I feel like these two, like, it's, they're never going to escape it. And I think they've yeah. now come to realize Yeah. It. I mean, I think that's... I mean, I hate to say it like that as if they're trapped well, it's, into it's this. it's weird no. because you get some <laughs> fandoms that are, you know, some actors that, like, really embraced that, yes, I was a part of whatever. And, and I don't feel yeah. like yeah. David and Jillian ever have done that. It was very much a, you know, let's let's do something totally different so that I'm not associated yeah. with that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think, like, especially, like, David really wanted to break out into movies and become a movie star, and he wanted yeah, the X-Files to kind of be like, oh, yeah, that's a thing I used to do. Did, yeah. Understandable. Like, Jillian has gone on and done a ton of stuff, like a, a huge, yeah. wide range of stuff. She's done plays, mm-hmm. she's done... Well, I mean, you know, see, I, I don't feel like she needs the show anymore, no, really. No, she doesn't, she doesn't I mean, need it. For David's, her, it's like... David's it's, kind of different. I, I feel like he's done fine. You know, yeah. Californication was seven seasons. I haven't watched Aquarius, which I've heard mixed things about. I watched a few. Well, book it, it, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, it was okay. It Whereas wasn't groundbreaking. She's done plays and movies and TV. I mean, she's she's done a little bit of everything. I mean, and she's, she's worldwide. I mean, she yeah. does British stuff. She does American stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's and she could probably walk away from mm-hmm. this fine. <laughs> so I don't exactly. I think she's she's okay with that. Yeah, so. I mean, I think at this point, if anything, she's doing it for Chris Carter. She's doing it for the fans. Yeah. You know. And and, uh, and maybe you know Scully is a part that she enjoys playing as well. I mean, well, I mean, I think one of the the big bone of contentions for her on top of the money thing, which was ridiculous, yeah. shouldn't have happened, was the the episode kind because I think she was fine doing six, but clearly this the two thousand sixteen season did so well, unexpectedly so. That was clear Fox wanted like 13 episodes or something like that. And yeah. she just didn't want to do it because she had other stuff. So. Exactly. She's she's just way too busy. Yeah. So I was amazed they got 10. Yeah. I thought it would have been 8. They, so. they probably fought for it. <laughs> yeah. So. Alright. Any last bits? Um, I Want to Believe is a great movie. I'm just going to die in that uh, hill. Right I mean, I, I agree. <laughs> so, I agree I like with it. you 100%. <laughs> I don't know that I would stand on that, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like it. Um, it seems to be that one thing that everyone's divided on in the fandom. Everyone loves the first movie, second movie. I remember going to see it and loving it. So I was just happy to I, see it back. So yeah, I think it's more admirable and brave. Maybe I think my expectations more, so. were so high for... I. Yeah, I, I want to believe that. that nothing could have matched it, even if it was like the perfect and best movie of the X Files ever. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, uh, do you guys want to plug any of your social media at Go all? For it. Uh, yeah. Eamon um, <laughs> Not Kennedy on Twitter uh, has a Mulder and Scully action figure on it so the picture <laughs> and you can read like a ton of X-Files stuff I've written at setthetape.com so uh, perfect no Summer, that's fine have to, um, I have to. my website although it's not real active anymore it's called My Truth and X-Files blog um, I'm on Twitter at Agent Summer 1013 
Um, and I also have on Facebook, if you're on there, um, an X-Files message board. This is kind of a place where people go and they chat about the X-Files, even during the episode. But I guess to join, we're asking that you've been on Facebook at least a year. So if you're interested in that, check that out and chat with the rest of us. Yep, perfect. All right, and you can um, find me at Agent Chelsea, although I mostly just retweet <laughs> things. I'm, I don't post a lot of original content. <laughs> um, and then for Tea Time, you can hear all about our stuff now. So that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Tea Time. The notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website, which is teatimewithkc.com. You can reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at Tea Time with KC. And you can reach out to us on our email to ask us questions, have any comments or suggestions for future episodes by emailing teawithkc at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you download your podcasts. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the geek to geek Podcast Network by visiting Geek2GeekCast.com. And feel free to join in on a conversation live with us on the messaging app, Slack, which is Geek2GeekCast.slack.com. And until next time... Bye! bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.